Kenny Omega was the Chaplin Ho of the relationship. <laughs> I, like, like, okay, that's what happened, okay? We just gotta admit it. So it's almost like he doesn't even see the Young Bucks as friends anymore. He just sees them as Padawans or, or, or pawns in the grand scheme of chess. You're right. I think Don Callis for Kenny is good. <laughs> <laughs> they got the cowboys ready, they got the balloons, the confetti, and yet, he says no. <laughs> What's the matter? I'm crying, man. It's so sad, man. Hey, man, Adam Page has made me just, ah. Uh... I do love me some cowboys. I feel like, why not get Thunder Rosa in this group? Let's get all the face paints going, baby. Thing is such a good mentor to this, and if it works with Darby Allin, Maybe he should go and then, like, see if he could help out Thunder Rosa. Doesn't that sound great? Oh, man. And if only, and if only Britt Baker was part of Inner Circle. I oh, know! That would have been so <laughs> What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Weekly Finisher. My name is Beefy Supremi. Beef Supremo! <laughs> and Ace Styles is joining me. How you doing, Ace? I'm doing so, so good, because you already know it's your boy. <laughs> your boy welcoming mm. you to this week's episode. And to start it off, we are going to talk about Hangman Page and the Dark Order. The Dark Order has been on fire for like two, three weeks. What's the matter? Are you not excited about this, Ace? I'm crying, man. It's so sad, man. Hangman Adam Page has made me just... Ah, uh, I just, ah, uh, he he breaks my heart every week, my guy. Like, Why? Because he, like, he finally found a place where he belongs. The Dark Order was trying to be his friend. They got the cowboys ready. They got the balloons, the confetti, and yet he says no. <laughs> like, what more do you want? Okay, what do you want? Here's the thing. He's been damaged. You know, it's like when you're in a long-term relationship and you thought you found love and then that that love goes away. And then you, you met the whole family, you know, you met the friends and now it's all gone. His confidence is gone. That's why he picked up drinking. And you, I feel like he's trying to pick himself up, but you gotta give him some time, man. I know, but it's like, it's been so, like, look, look, look at Kenny Omega, for God's sakes. He's over there being groupies. He took a, 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 a very salacious photo with Don Callis, by the way. But anyways, like, you have, like, come on, Hangman. Like, this, this is a group that, that, that is uh, bigger. We talked about it last week, right? They're happier. They're together. They're solid. Like, like, they have great camaraderie. This is good for him. And yet, he just says, Look, guys, I love you. You got, We did a great team, but no. And then he just takes a whiskey and then walks out? Okay, okay, here's the thing. Kenny Omega was the traveling hoe of the relationship. <laughs> I, like, like, okay, that's what happened, okay? We just got to admit it. He, he was the traveling hoe of the relationship, and the Young Bucks were the enablers of that, of that. So, again, I feel like it's easy to Kenny to move away because Kenny doesn't care. Kenny didn't care about the friendship. The Young Bucks, they care about Kenny because they've known him for a long time. But it's almost like familiarity, too. I, I, I feel like Kangman Page is still looking for that person that hits his soul, that captures his love. And I think they'll get it, man. I think John Silver, I think Alex Reynolds, I think all these guys are capturing his love. And the, and the truth is, how long can you become a loner? Like, how long can you be alone for, Ace? <laughs> so, so <laughs> 
So, so you, you you make me feel optimistic here. So you actually think Adam will join the Dark Order then? Because at this yeah, point, yeah, I think it's like it's like when you get a dog at the at the shelter. You know, like like they kind of they're a little shy, but they'll they'll come around. It's okay. I think, I, and that's what I'm saying. I think I think it's time for Adam to join Dark Order. I think it would be a great fit. I think honestly, and we talked about this last week. I think if he joins Dark Order, I think that creates. The Dark Order boost, and now they can go against the Inner Circle. Now they can go against the Super Elite, aka the Elite, or whatever the hell they're calling them, Bullet Club. I don't even know what they call themselves anymore. Um, but that would be great. I just, I'm just, oh man, Hangman, I love Hang. I love me some 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 cowboy, and, and just watching that. I break do love, I do love, I do love me some cowboy. And you got to remember, with these people, you know, they're gonna keep trying. But I feel like with someone like that, you don't get proposed to. You wait for them to propose to you. So. so. And talking talking about the elite, like you said, we saw we saw that amazing painting with Don Callis and Kenny Omega. <laughs> the the young bucks are not impressed. I, I it's only been like a week or two and no one's getting along. Like what what's gonna go on here? So, by the way, you can now buy that T-shirt, and you can actually get the painting <laughs> on AEWshop.com. I actually was thinking about uh, buying it and posting it in my room somewhere because it, it's it's such a beautiful work of art. But You're a good friend of the show. It's a good. <laughs> but I, let me tell you something. So, so Don Callis and and a lot of people online have been comparing him to Paul Heyman, but I'm, I'm gonna tell you right now, he's not a Paul Heyman. He's more of a grime. He's more grimier. In sense of, of like he's like that uncle that you know is grimy that you know be like over oh, like yo hey man you got twenty bucks I can borrow like he's those <laughs> type like he's those type of uncles you know what I'm saying like hey man you know you got any friends you can let me talk to you. like he's that type of grimy you know what I'm saying so this yeah, past week you know yeah what I'm, I'm okay I'm okay with that I, I think he's more slimy than grimy because Paul Heyman is from Philly and from ECW that, that's grimy as fuck like <laughs> like. like <laughs> Paul Heyman is grimy, but you're right. I, I see your point. He's he's sleazy, a little weaselly. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, you're right. You're right. I, I I see it. But is that good for Kenny though? Okay, so I think so. So the the character of Kenny is very interesting to me right now because in the beginning he was saying he wanted to be the collector, right? So we, he's no more the cleaner. He's now the collector, right? And and this idea of Kenny almost aligning himself to different people, but he almost feels kind of like a leech in a way. And I feel like Don Callis is almost like, like, I don't want to say he's Palpatine, but in a way, he's almost, <laughs> like, he's almost like feeding Kenny into saying, these are not your friends. The good brothers are there to be used. You can use Impact Wrestling. You can use me. You are, like, he's enabling Kelly to say, you are able to use all of these tools and your assets because you are the best in the world. So it's almost like he doesn't even see the Young Bucks as friends anymore. He just sees them as Padawans or, or, or pawns in the grand scheme of chess. I'm okay with this description completely. I, I would say, you're right. I think Don Callis for Kenny is good. <laughs> It's it's interesting because I, I don't know I just I just feel like what what's gonna happen and and they're, they're supposed to team up well this week they're they're supposed to fight uh, against each other with Good Brothers uh, which is uh, they're they're gonna team up but I don't like where does Kenny fall from this and 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 where where does he go from now and he you has... know, I I will I will say ever since ever since New Japan 
I, I, I read the I read the Young Bucks book. Again, I, I keep up with my literature, guys. But mm -hmm. I, I I feel like they've been loyal ever since. Like they truly developed a friendship in Japan, and that that was that was it. They they haven't betrayed. They betrayed other people. They've never betrayed each other. As far as I'm aware, from what I could remember when they were in Ring of Honor and New Japan and AEW, those three remain loyal. So I, I, I don't know if it would be good to get rid of the Young Bucks and Kenny because of Don Callis. I, I, I'm kind of nervous where this goes because, again, I, it's been such a good framework to work in. I don't know. That You asked a really good point. They've never... They've never really had a fallout. Even even with the whole situation with Hangman, it was always with Hangman. Hangman. With Cody, it's never yeah, happened. It, it's never happened. He, they've always chose Kenny. And I think this is a moment where it, there's no Kenny. There's no Cody. It's just these two people. It's the Young Bucks and Kenny. And I think Kenny is actually going to leave the Young Bucks. And I think that's going to hurt the Young Bucks a lot. I, I don't know. I, I don't, that makes me nervous, man. It makes me nervous. I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I'm telling you, man, they're setting up for Ibushi to come. And he's going to be the reason to bring back to bring back uh, 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 Kenny into the light side. I, I believe so. I, I, that's what I think. The, the oh, dark oh, side oh, is strong, Ace. It is very strong. It's very <laughs> strong. But I enjoy it, though. I enjoy it. Hey, and talking about the dark side, we have another group that's been struggling with power, the inner circle. It mm. finally came to blows this week this week, and we had a three-team tag team triple threat match. I don't know what we called it. We had Jake Hager and, and Sammy Guevara versus uh, Jericho and MJF versus Proud and Powerful. And I think this showed exactly where everyone is. I know you told me not to compare Sammy to The Rock. Sammy is a rock. Sammy is so, oh, I swear, that guy is so good. That guy's carrying this man. And I didn't like Jim Ross comparing him to Eddie Guerrero because I feel like that feels a little, you know, just Everybody's comparing everybody to Eddie Guerrero now. Yeah, and exactly. But... I feel like the Proud and Powerful showed how good they are as a tag team. They actually yes. have chemistry. And they showed that this team is not going to last, man. This whole group is not going to last. I feel no. like there's too many competing thoughts. Yeah, I, I think I think you hit the hit nail on the head. I think the, what, what sh in this six-man tag match, I think it showed that there is a crank or a broken shield, a.k.a. shield, but there is there is cracks in this shield of the inner circle. There's cracks in this circle. And the reason for that being is because we have too many egos. And it's interesting to me because the only person who is noticing it is the one who is a rat, and that's MJF. Because yeah. he's, he's MJF knows. like, he knows, and he's like, Oh, you know, we're all friends. Oh, whatever happens, we're going to be okay. But he's slowly still trying. Like, even the backstage summit that he had, he went in in the locker room and he was like, yo, I know we're going to fight. Whoever wins, the best man wins. And they all kind of like, yeah, okay, we agree, right? And we see that throughout the entire match where uh, Sammy was going against Jericho and they had this little weird tension going on. Uh, oh, I, I love Sammy finally getting some blows on Jericho. Right. It was, it was, like, you can see certain things happening. I think, I think this is the greatest thing's going to happen. I think MJF is about to do a coup, and I think they're going to throw out Jericho out of the industry. No, I know. I, I actually think that's the direction it should go. I think JR or Tony is the one that called it. MJF wasn't even wrestling most of the time. He he's kinda, He's just letting them go on their own, and he's just watching from the sidelines. It, and, and it shows how stupid Jericho is as the leader. This is not going to last. It's not going to work. 
And, and right now, there's too many, like, Sammy Guevara is ambitious. Proud and Powerful doesn't want to be, like, relegated to the background. It's not going to work, man. And, and it's funny because I, didn't, I did not notice that until either JR, and like I said, I don't know if it was JR or, or the other guy, but it, it, I noticed it because he Tony. was... Tony, I'm, I'm sorry, because I'm, I'm, I'm going on a rant. Because it was so, like, he was just back there, and it was Jericho for, like, 30, 45 minutes. All of the inner circle laid hands on Jericho. Not one, not one time was MJF in the ring and getting blows. I mean, at the very end, he was. But, he, yeah, not that much. Not but that it much. wasn't that much. And I was like, this is very telling. So yeah. I, 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 I don't know, man. I think, I think you're right. I think Jericho has been so, you know, I don't know, either brainwashed or he just thinks inner circle is fine, but they're not fine. And I, I think, think MJF has taken over. Yeah, this circle became a rumbus a long time ago. It's just not going to work. He called himself Le Champion. I think he's like loser at this point, and it's yeah. just not going to work, man. Yeah, I think I think he's he's losing himself. He's losing his his touch. It's 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 that's that's a wrap. That's a wrap for him. That's a, that's a wrap. Just call it, guys. Just call it's a wrap. It. Well, and again, you know, we're talking about all these groups with an evil side. We talked about last week what our favorite group is, and that is Team Taz. Team Taz has been on fire, baby. And they're finally, this week, they confronted again our weekly confrontation with Darby Allen and Sting. They finally announced a tag team match at Revolution. Wait, it's going to happen, baby. Are you okay with this? I am, because it's not Goldberg. <laughs> oh, my. And I tell you why. And I tell you why. It's a street fight. It's pushing over Team Taz. It's continuing the storyline. I love this slow build of this story progression yep. of Darby Allen and Sting. I legit can't wait to see what's going to happen. It's going to be a great match. I love Team Taz. I love what's going to happen. I'm still very intrigued on what's going to go on with Sting and, and Darby. I know that they, that was their first real face-to-face -face intercession. Yep. Nothing yep. has been said. But we're still, it's still lingering, right? We still don't know what's happening. And I think that mysteriousness is making us think, oh, can Darby trust Sting? Can Sting trust Darby? We know there's a respect there, per se, but we don't know how far that respect goes. So I think that's a, it, it's a very interesting dynamic on, on, on what's going to happen with, with this fight at, at you know, the beach break. We talked about last week about implementing women in groups. I feel like, why not get Thunder Rosa in this group? Let's get all the face paints going, baby. Oh, like, that actually I, makes sense. <laughs> like, it all makes sense every time I say these ideas. I feel like Sting is such a good mentor to this. And if it works with Darby Allen, maybe he should go and also check out the women's division and then, like, see if he could help out Thunder Rosa. Doesn't that sound great? Oh, man. And if only, and if only Britt Baker was part of Inner Circle. I oh, know! That would have been so good. Yo, TK. <laughs> My boy TK, we gotta talk to TK. Pick up the phone, TK. I gotta get on the phone, TK. Okay, but yeah, I I agree with that. And then and then and that that, that actually would make so much sense because they, they also announced the new uh it's a new tournament for the women. Oh, that's uh, right, that's right. Yeah, yeah, during for for that. So imagine if we had all the factions there, and apparently we're also gonna get New Japan, maybe Joshi wrestlers, maybe uh different uh, women from uh, not New Japan, but from the different uh, wrestling promotions in Japan. I maybe Rio's gonna come back. I don't know, man. This, this I, I, is exciting. I forgot who was the first, the, the person that she faced at the first pay per view, but she's coming back. We, I think we missed Rio. Is it Emmy Sakurai? Sakurai? Sakurai, yes. She yes. was great. And I, she mm -hmm. felt like a veteran. I, I like, you know, when we had the May Young tournament, I, I like that as well in, in, in WWE. So 
Yeah, I just think, like, again, the more factions, I think AEW got us implemented to this idea. So the more groups, the more people that we get to join in, I think it's cool. And even Team Taz, you know, Will Hobbs and all these guys joining in. I don't know if yeah. you saw the interview that Will Hobbs did, but um, he said that WWE offered him a contract after, like, he went to AEW. And he's like, no, like, this feels like a family. And again, I think we see that in these groups. These groups feel authentic and they feel legit. And, like, Team Taz feels like they support each other and they like each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. And I think the, the direction that AEW does with the stars, you see them, you acknowledge them, and it's, it just feels better. You know what I'm saying? It all feels better, NXT, if you go to and, and I go, going back to the Will Hobbs situation, if you go to NXT, all right, you may be big for a little bit, but then you're gonna become a uh, a uh, either a Shinsuke Nakamura, a Cesaro, or a Keith Lee, where you're just there, you just yeah. lukewarm now. Yeah. So, so it, it, there's 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 nothing there. I know they've been trying with Nakamura lately, but talking about WWE this week, we saw Randy Orton with his new gimmick, I guess, his new persona. <laughs> you mean the Dark Order? <laughs> dark Order? Is he a Dark Order member? I don't know. But he's, he, he got burned last week by Alexa Bliss. I think Randy Orton is having fun, man. I think he's trying to be a little dashing, if you will. I don't, I don't, do you like it? It was, it was a weird promo. I'm not gonna lie. It was a weird, I know Randy has been saying he's been working on his promos, but that, that just, it was just a horrible promo. It, it, just, it, didn't, it didn't do anything for me. Um, I don't know what this storyline's going to happen anymore. I, I do know, I, what I do know, because I know WWE's booking 101. They're super interesting. <laughs> I do know that what Randy Orton did say in this promo that he will be joining the, the, the Royal Rumble. Royal Rumble is next week. So okay. I, am, I, am, I am assuming that at the, when Randy Orton is the top four, uh, Bray Wyatt's going to come back and he's going to screw him over, and then it will be that for WrestleMania. I, I, yeah, I'm you're right. You're right. I, no, I, I don't they, see it anything else as that. Yeah, and they've already had a match at WrestleMania. I'm not sure if I'm looking forward to it. I'm but I, I mean, they keep, they keep, they keep <laughs> burning people, man. I don't know how much you can keep going this route. They already had an Inferno match. I, like, I don't know how else you could take it. And that's what I'm saying. It's just it, they need to up the level a little bit, but I don't, I don't get what they're doing anymore. I, I, again, the promo felt... It did not go over well, to me at least. And I, I just don't – you're right. I don't want to see uh, Bray Wyatt versus uh, Randy Orton again at WrestleMania. No, it's, it's the same thing. We're going to do well, another another uh, cinematography match. I don't want to see that. I Well, The Fiend seems to have gotten into Alexa Bliss. Are you feeling Alexa Bliss as, like, this character? I do. I, I, her, she had a main event match with Asuka. Um, I thought it was very interesting that, that she can flip the switch and she turns into what the uh, fiendish girl, I think. Was, was, yeah. It's a fiendish character where she almost becomes superhuman and she doesn't, it doesn't hurt her. I, I, it's a weird game. I don't know. But I mean, it's, I, I don't get, I mean, I, it's, it's cool, I guess. I, I guess if we're doing it again with AW, then it would be cool if he has, like, if, if the fiend has a faction of its own and everybody else has fiendish right. powers. Right. It always goes back to AEW, man. It does. But again, that, this is WWE, so I don't think it's going to happen. But we'll <laughs> see. I mean, I can see Alexa beating Oscar. And uh, probably at the Royal Rumble, and then that that will be that will be it. Yeah, yeah. And I always like I feel like Alexa has a good eye for you know putting on a good show. So yeah. I, I'm okay if she gets pushed, and I think she puts on a good show. I just I I never trust the booking to actually lead her towards a good direction. Yeah, and I'm not I'm not not too. I, I know again the booking might not be great, but you know it it it's WWE. What, what, nah. <laughs> well, talking about booking and our current stars. The Undertaker had a quite the interview where the Undertaker kind of went off on the roster, and he, he was went like, off on a lot of people. You know, he's like, "I'm not trying to offend anyone," but 
And he basically called out this generation for he doesn't find it entertaining yeah. and for not being as strong and manly yeah. and everyone plays video games behind the scenes. And yeah. back in his day, you used to be scared of the locker room. Yeah. And it's like, I don't, like, who would want that? Like, what is your problem? Dude? So, uh, so, like, so and, and I, wrote, I know you so, talked about it on the weekly replay, but yeah. what are your thoughts, man? So, so I wrote an article about it because, because it really did, it, it really irked me on the idea of what he said. And, and I actually want to pull up the, the, the exact quote that he said, because I, I did not like it at all. Um, and in this quote, he said, in that era of guys, to those were men. You go into a dressing room nowadays, and it's a lot different. I remember walking into my first real dressing room, and all I saw were some crusty fucking men. Half of them had guns <laughs> and knives in their bag. Shit got handled back then. Now you walk in, there's guys playing video games and fucking making sure they look pretty. It's evolution, I guess. I don't know what it is, but I just like those eras, man. Where uh, I liked where men were men. Um, toxic masculinity, man. All, all, all day, my guy. All day. So, so here's here's my issue, right? The the first part I understand, right? And he and we talked about it, right? Uh, it, it's hard for us to get into WWE, right? And we were talking about Alexa Bliss. We were talking about uh, Randy Orton. It's hard, right? It, WWE has come to a point where it's very hard to digest. It's, it's formulaic. It's very formulaic, and it's hard to digest because we know we could be better. But it's it dumps it down to the point where like yeah, yeah. you're 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 insulting our intelligence, right? And even yeah. even at a younger age, like you don't see blues clues like blues clues is, is is very dumbed down. But they don't they don't treat the audience like oh you're kind of no 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 they they, they, they at least guide you to the storyline. No, this one they legit make you feel dumb. I'm more right? of a Dora person myself. Exactly, sure. and Dora at least Dora lets you learn uh, teaches you bilingual, right? She teaches you English <laughs> and Spanish, but with WWE, to be it teaches just bad booking. So I do agree with Taker where WWE is very hard to watch, right? And it's very hard to get invested. Like, And again, it's hard to claim yourself a wrestling fan if you're only watching WWE. But if you claim you're a wrestling fan, oh, you can you can show people AEW, show them uh, uh, AEW Revolution, show them a couple matches, New Japan, and you will get them back in. But if you show them WWE, like if we were to show a newbie, Right, the whole flame throwing with Alexa Bliss and Randy Orton, they'll be like, "Uh, what is this? Why does he have a flame throwing? There's magic in here. What? Again, I get it. So I get taken. But on to this quote, I can't rock with you, my guy. <laughs> I okay. can't rock with you. Here are my here are my counters. Yes, you're right. So some of the fireball stuff. Let, let you're right, but let's remember that was what the Undertaker was. This guy wears eyeliner every time he goes out. Like, shut up, my dude. And, okay, I don't like, AJ Styles did this with Paul Heyman. These wrestlers are not, they don't stand up to who they should. And The Undertaker does not stand up to Vince McMahon. That's the person who's in charge of all of this. Like, don't blame the wrestlers. The wrestlers are going to work, man. They're doing their job. And The Undertaker acts like he has contributed so much greatness. You know, you're retiring because your matches got stale and your matches got bad. And so if you want to talk about wrestling not being watchable the last few years, that was you, man. That was you. And before the streak, that was also you. Because even in the Attitude Era, like, we had The Rock, we had Stone Cold, we had Triple H, all of them bigger than The Undertaker. And it's just this mentality of, like, oh, I'm a man and everyone needs to go through all the punishment that I went through just to even earn a position like, like I do. It's bad. It's bad. And I'm glad that's out of the locker room. I'm glad we have new leaders. It's just bad all around, man. 
it's it's this it's this carny mentality where where you have to you have to uh, prove yourself to be a man prove yourself that you're a main eventer prove yourself you're one of the boys Th that that's old carny mentality where i'm it's so carny. glad it's, it's old carny. You're right. right it's it's so old it's so passe like he, he was ragging on 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 wrestlers playing video games like xavier woods other people yeah we play video games. Yeah, the new generation plays video games. It's not evolution. It's the fact that you grew up in an era where there was this idea of what masculinity is. Nowadays, it's okay to read comic books. It's okay yeah. to watch, uh, yeah. to read manga, to watch anime, to to play yeah. video games. Right? E even now, like the locker room in AEW, they say they, they, you, if you listen to anybody who goes on any of these shoe promos or any of these podcasts, you hear them say, "Oh, the locker room in AEWs is so much great. Like, there's not a lot of bad, bad say stuff." Even in the WWE locker room, you hear, "Oh yeah, Roman Reigns cut all that carny BS. Like, yeah. he doesn't keep yeah. people out of the locker room." I mean, yeah. for God's sake, if we go back even in the Adams era. JBL kicked out uh, uh, the Miz for not being a yeah uh, no for, it's not needed it's not you know needed. what I'm saying it's not needed all of that no. stuff is gone I'd rather I, I'd rather this this era of wrestling than bringing a knife or a gun to prove that you're a man and I just no. I just want to say aside from the bad you know men can only act a certain way like I I think it, it that that type of attitude needs to go away and I, I think it has you can be manly being yourself man. The big fact, and it saves lives, man. Like I, like I don't even get phased when like famous people die anymore because I grew up with all my favorite wrestlers dying. And if that's if that's the type of locker room that you have, where you know everyone's doing drugs and everyone's out partying and everyone's out like not being a good, outstanding role model, the best that they could. Well, then you could stay in that era, man. Because I appreciate all my wrestlers alive right now. They're all healthy right now. They're all happy Agreed. right now with their families. Because again, if you look at the locker rooms, some of them are straight edge. Some of them don't drink. Some of them don't smoke. Yeah, yeah. They, like they're vegan. Like it's it's a whole new <laughs> culture, vegan. right? It's a whole new era. And and again, I get. And he even said he's like, I'm not trying to be a salty old veteran. No, nah, it's not you being salty, my guy. It's just you not understanding. Not it's, understanding. Yeah. It's you not understanding, my guy. And I get it. You want to be manly men, but hey. That's why, and this is no knock, but this is why you guys had to do steroids to be athletic because you just weren't that, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead they of being that, They have this yeah. image of what men should be. And yeah. again, we've gone away from that. And I think certain guys like CM Punk, I know we, we disagree sometimes on whether we like him as a wrestler or not, but CM Punk is a perfect example. He didn't do steroids. He was straight edge. And that's a good example for other wrestlers to be like. And I think that's great. Yeah, and, I, and, and you know, I'm over here always ragging on CM Punk. But I, I always do. I, he was. He broke the mold. Daniel Bryan broke the mold. Daniel Even now, Bryan, the wrestlers, the like all, all these guys. Kenny Omega himself never does, n doesn't do drugs, doesn't yeah. do any animal. He's, yeah. very, he's very natural. Like, he always does the natural stuff. It's, it's a new generation, fam. It's not, it's not evolution. It's the fact that they just got smart. And they know what's yeah. good and what's not. That it's simple as that. That that's all I, I can say. I fully agree. And talking about manly men, I have a question for you this week, Ace. I oh, want to know. Question of the week. I have your question of the week, Ace. Who is the manliest wrestler of all time? <laughs> I think uh, I have to say the Rock, man. I, ha I have <laughs> to say the Rock, and the, and the reason why I say the Rock is that man. Anytime, anytime I see him on social media posting, like he's 49 years old, man, and he posted a he posted a selfie or something. And I was scrolling on my timeline, and I was just like, man, if I can be like that when I'm 49, that's a that's a man's man. You know, and what not I'm only saying? that, man, he's playing with his daughters, he's having yeah. a good time. 
Yeah, this man checked all the boxes. Like, like he, he just, he's just, he's, he's the, he's a man's man. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's all I can say. He's a man's man. I think that sounds wonderful. My manliest wrestler of all time is Ravishing Rick Rude. <laughs> and the, and the re yeah, baby, let's go. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> the reason being. We were just talking about like what the standard is. And I think Ravishing Rick Rude changed attitudes. It's very Goldust where like you start pushing boundaries and you start showing like Ravishing Rick Rude was not afraid to grind and to show the ladies what they could be missing out on. Like, and he told the other wrestlers, this is what the ladies want. And that was different and that was cool. And to me, that's still the manliest guy of all time. I agree. Shout out to Ric Flair, by the way. He's a, he's a, he's a manly man as well. <laughs> it's a weird way. It's, but he ate the rock, though. He ate the rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, real men do cry. <laughs> I, I'm just like, Ric Flair cries all the time, man. Like, I he always cries. I was going to say, that man always cries. He always cries. Oh, my All right. God. Well, that, that was it. We had, a good, we had a good week. That is the end of the show. But you can like, subscribe, and share with all friends subscribe to roger talks wrestling and if you're into podcasts and all that good jazz you can follow us at the weekly finisher on apple music spotify soundcloud amazon music everywhere you get your podcast trust me trust me we are everywhere we are everywhere and that's always let us know what you think of randy orton let us know what you think of hangman let us know who is the manliest man in your life and again that's that, that <laughs> I, that, that can mean whatever you we define as men out there. Like, let's have fun with it. Leave us a comment. Ace, send us hey, out. Y'all already know. Y'all should like, subscribe, go follow us. Leave us a comment. Thank you guys for watching. We will catch you next week here live on the Weekly Finisher.